Welcome to Already Enough with Kelly Backert. This program is about realizing that you are already enough and nothing outside of yourself can fix you because you aren't broken. This program will help give you the tools to let go of old ideas about life and step into a new way of living. You will hear from experts, be given helpful tools and tips, and much more. Now here's your host, Kelly Backert. Hi, everyone. I'm personal trainer and health coach, Kelly Backert. Welcome to Already Enough. This show is all about how to stop searching for an outward solution to an inner condition and really showing up fully for your life in the most authentic way possible. The topic of the show today is on intuition and intentions, and I have the very energetic Julia Neal coming on in the next few minutes. We're going to chat with her in a little bit. For a minute, I just would like to kind of break down these two words for us so we can get really clear. Intuition to me is your truth, your heart center, your inner wisdom, your gut instincts. Everybody kind of has a different word for it. I kind of say my inner guidance system. Oftentimes you'll hear me say that. But really your intuition is all about hearing and listening to your truth. It's there always in every moment. But I think some of us are disconnected from it, which was me for many, 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 many years. (laughs) It was like I discussed with Jordan last week. I couldn't hear that voice because I was moving so rapidly, chaotically. I was numbing myself and distracting myself with endless things, right? I kind of talked about it last week where I was searching for things in relationships or numbing myself with different diets every week or whatever that was. But intuition, I think, is kind of funny because has anyone ever had this happen where you think of something and then the universe just kind of swoops and takes over? An example would be, so many years ago in passing, I said to someone, oh, yeah, I plan on opening my own fitness studio. And it wasn't like the next day, but things started to really align with that. And then now I do own my own fitness studio. It's interesting. I don't believe things just pop into your head either. I actually believe if you dream it, then it's yours kind of to fulfill. And if you have that thought, especially those thoughts that kind of keep coming back to you over and over again, like I really should write a children's book. And then the characters kind of start to build in your head. And then maybe you're doing the dishes one night and your kids start to act up and you're like, that's totally going to be in my book. So I believe it's like that is your intuition. And now you can choose not to listen to it and you can put it aside and keep moving. I think that's what most people do, right? I mean, how many times has has someone kind of created something and you're like, dang it, I actually kind of thought of that years ago, but I never thought it would work or I didn't have the time or the resources to do it and all those kind of excuses in our head. So going back to kind of the definitions of these things, I think intuition and intention are powerful ways for us to manifest our best life. So using your own intuition comes from that place of listening to your own inner guidance system or inner wisdom. And then that is your truth. And from there, you can live with intention based on that truth, if that makes sense. I think we all have intuition. And I think it's important, the important part of listening to it is slowing down. It's kind of slowing down so that we can hear it. I think sometimes when I have my coaching clients, they'll ask me, Kelly, it's really hard to recognize. Like we all have these kind of voices in our head, these different things. 
what is your inner guidance? What is your intuition? Like, what does that sound like? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know which voice to listen to. I'm so confused. All of those things. And I think that's important to kind of touch base on real quick. I think most of us, when we, when we're doing things that we hate, like I hate doing this, I hate this job, I hate this. We're usually doing them because we're listening to either old tapes of maybe what someone like our parents, perhaps, or someone said to us in the past. Or oftentimes, I think this is a big one, we're doing something for someone else's approval. So you can't hear your own intuition if you're running so rapidly because all we'll hear is that outside noise maybe telling us what we should do, who we should be, what diet we should be doing, what job we should have, what business we should create, who we should marry, what we should look like. I mean, all of that stuff. And and this is, so for me, how I know when I'm coming from that chaotic space is I feel really low energy. I'm worried. I'm stressed. I'm trying to control everything. But when I'm in alignment with my own intuition and the universe, which I personally do through prayer, meditation, getting on my spin bike, I feel hopeful. I'm positive. I'm full of energy and good things are come my way. And here's another thing that I think that if you're listening to your own intuition, I think it's you're able to do things in an easy way. You're, it's, you're easily getting things done. Like with my fitness center, I didn't have to um, push or drive or things just kept falling into place. I wasn't coming from a place of like anxiety and fear. I was coming from a different, a different more subtle kind of space, more of an intuitive space. So the first thing is listening and getting clear on your own, your own intuition and then setting those intentions and then kind of living from that place of those intentions. I'm big about saying, like I said about my gym, I'm big about saying things out loud, but I also like the idea of like writing things down or that vision board idea or like even like putting a sticky note maybe on your refrigerator or on your computer um, at work or something, just like a little note for yourself, just like your, like your intention or your maybe a dream that you've been thinking about or just something, right? I like that idea. I think it's very, very powerful. So I had, um, when I w- was kind of thinking about doing this show, I, I thought of four things for me that I really keep in mind when I'm not sure if it's really my inner guidance system and my intuition talking to me. So these might be something that you can um, write down if you're listening. One is your intuitive voice is very positive. Intuitive messages are always given, at least to me, in a very encouraging and inspiring way. And number two, it's supportive. Like your intuition speaks to you as a, like a trusted friend. It's empowering. It's encouraging. So that's something. If it's if it's negative and it feels like it's draining to you, probably more of like an ego voice, I would think. In number three, when I was thinking about this, is it's strong. It's that strong voice, but it stretches you too. So while your intuition is supportive, it's also very firm and strong, and it might even um, stretch you and push you outside of your comfort zone. So it's not like it's going to be this easy task. I mean, opening my own fitness studio wasn't like always like, oh, this is, I mean, it felt natural and it wasn't pushing, but it also was a lot of work. 
you know, it stretched me in many, in many different ways. I had to learn a lot of different, like about real estate and, and leases and things like that. So it does kind of push you outside that comfort zone, right? And the fourth one, when I was thinking, I thought, you know, while it's all of those things, um, your truth also, it's a sense of like feeling, you'll feel safe, you'll feel secure in it. There's a sense of knowing almost. So for me, meditation, prayer, and getting on my spin bike and all those things and really listening to my own intuition, setting those intentions from there and then having the courage to trust myself and live from those intentions has really, really, really changed my life. So I know my guest today can relate to all of these things that I'm saying. So I'm really excited and would love to welcome on Realtor Consult and Coach Julia Neal to the program. Hi, Julia. How are you? Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me here today. I am. I just listened to everything you said, and I am getting the chills because I'm just so in, in alignment right now and really excited to talk to your guest. Oh, good, good. No, I'm, Julie and I met years ago, and so many things have changed for both you and I. I mean, it's been crazy, right? I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but I feel like so many things have changed, and was, we're really I both know. living our best life, I feel like. We are doing our best because I feel like we are always in pursuit of that and it always mm-hmm. changes. So I just, I think it's awesome. It's been about six years. So it, a I lot know. can change in just a couple of years and hopefully we inspire some people to start making some more changes in their own lives and just to tap into their own truth and self-love and journeys. Yeah, I agree. So why don't you start out just kind of by telling the audience a little bit about yourself And then maybe you can also chat a little bit about how you use your intuition and how you kind of set intentions, like just not in your business, but also just in your life in general. Absolutely. So I I feel like I will start my story back in college. Um, I went to Towson University from 2008 to 2013, and in college I was originally a nursing major because I, you know, as many teenagers don't know, you know, mm-hmm. how, what they want to be when they grow up. I, I had some influences around me that said that would be a good path for me to take. So I went down that journey, down that path, and it wasn't right for me. So I ended up just switching to a health science degree to finish out. Um, but something that I found and truly kind of helped me along my journey to now is my yoga practice. I found that when I was about 20, 21 years old, and that has been a massive impact on my life, so I can talk more about that later. Uh, But once I graduated from college, I started working in uh, Baltimore City at a nonprofit called the Family League of Baltimore City. They're an amazing organization that helps reduce hunger and helps young adolescents and children in Baltimore City. And I worked for a program that fed uh, children in after-school programs free snack and supper. And my role was to uh, make sure the program coordinators were keeping track of who had snack and who didn't, which uh, was a great role, but something that I was ready to grow above and beyond fairly quickly. So I knew a one of my friends was a property manager, a residential property manager, and it was just about the time when HDTV was just 
the new thing that everyone loved and I had mm-hmm. a deep passion for. So I followed her around and was like, oh, you know, I could show houses. I could sign leases. This looks fun. Um, and I knew a small or she knew a small property management company in Hartford County out where I lived with my then boyfriend um, who was looking for a bookkeeper. <laughs> they brought me in for an interview and with no booking, bookkeeping experience, hired me anyway. Uh, <laughs> brought yeah. back their bookkeeper two weeks later and kept me on. Um, I like oh, cool. to say that it, it was the best real estate internship that I could have ever received because they allowed me to just be the second to the property manager and create my own role as, you know, their leasing specialist, marketer. I did a lot of their admin and that's where you and I met. Mm-hmm. Um, and after about, yeah, after about six to 12, six to eight months with them, I was ready for, again, something bigger and above and beyond my current role. And they were a small company. So with my, with some major emotional support from my now husband and boyfriend, I decided to give them a month's notice, quit my job get a part-time waitressing job and get my real estate license because I learned that everything I loved about my position with them was really the responsibilities of what a realtor did full-time. So I plunged in both feet. It was the scariest thing I ever did in my entire life and the most rewarding as well. It took me about six months to sell my first house, but I sold 23 in my first full year of business. Um, I sold closer to 34. Being 35 year two with the help of my um, fiance at the time who had joined my real estate practice for a short time and um, another partner agent. And then uh, last year I sold 43 and I'm on track for right about 40 this year because everyone has goals and I have goals of really helping my clients with about that many transactions because it's all about balance. So it's been a amazing journey. I have learned so much about so many different things that I'm looking forward to unpacking with you. And I'm just really, really grateful and feeling very, very empowered and excited about what's next. Well, I just think that it sounds like when you were making all of those decisions, I mean, you kept bringing up your now husband, but it felt like you had a lot of support, which is, which is really helpful because all of those steps are very scary. Like who wants to leave a job and then go do waitressing, not knowing what the future brings? You know what I mean? That was a huge, sure. it's a huge thing. It so was scary. I mean, around that, I like your self-talk must have been like, I'm really scared, but you had that support system. It was so hard. And I am so grateful. I just, I, I'm very, very lucky to have cultivated a really great community of friends and other small business owners and professionals. And my husband, I just, I, I really sit in so much gratitude for everything he has done for me physically and very emotionally throughout our, you know, seven years together. Um, and then my family, you know, they had doubts in the beginning because, you know, there's a very uh, natural way of doing things or in our, in our now I guess, yes, in our soul, yeah, in our college, culture, there's a very right way and a culture. wrong way, right? Like, yeah. you're supposed to go to college. Right. I mean, you, they were so probably thinking, I was, um, hey, weren't you supposed to be a nurse? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so they, they were, they, uh, they, you know, were a little curious and cautious for the first little while, but they are huge supporters now. And I think they have a better understanding of, you know, how to follow your own journey. And I, I, yeah, I'm really grateful for all of that. So I would, one of the questions I didn't answer for you was how intuition and intention really kind of were 
in existence during that process. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, there's so much. Like, as you explained in the very beginning, intuition is the ability to understand something immediately. And I think there is some of that, and there's some of understanding your own truth, as you said. And some of it is just really moving forward and continuing things. And if you don't know something, learning something, but really following what's true, which can be difficult, which is why help from, you know, professional and personal development materials, whether they be podcasts like yours and books and different things to help you have the mindset you need for success can be extremely helpful. Um, and then intentions, you know, it's, it's so, yeah. Um, no, I'm not interrupting you, but we just have a few more seconds for our until our commercial break. So what we're going to hold that thought, though, because you were like on a roll and I was like super into it. So when we come back from the break, we will talk. We'll continue to talk with Julia Neal on the other side of the break, talking about intentions and um, and living our best life. So we will talk to you, Julia, on the other side of this break. Sounds good. I'll talk to you soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Kelly Backer offers one-on-one life and health coaching and personal training by phone, over Skype, and in person. Visit corebootcamps.com to find out more about Kelly and these programs. No matter your age, gender, fitness level, or goals, Kelly and her team of certified trainers are here to ensure that you become the best version of you. They can even come to your home or work, and group weight loss programs and classes are also available. Find us on the web at corebootcamps.com. That's K-O-R-E bootcamps.com. If you're in Baltimore or Hartford County, Maryland, you can check out the Core Bootcamp Studio and take advantage of our fitness classes. Led by Kelly Backer and her team of fitness professionals, we offer on-site weight loss programs, challenges, and classes, including spin, sculpt, strength, yoga, and the popular full bootcamp. If you're a fitness beginner or at a top level, we already have a class that fits your style. For more information, visit corebootcamps.com or call us in Maryland at 443-640-5274. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. You are listening to Already Enough with Kelly Backer. To reach the show today, you may call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feel free to also send an email to kellysbootcamps at gmail.com. Let's get back to Already Enough. Welcome back to Already Enough with Kelly Backert. My guest today with me is Julia Neal. Super excited. We were really getting... Um, really getting going here, and then we had our break. But I'm super excited to have her back now. Julia, you were kind of talking a little bit. You were kind of answering my first question and finishing that up, but just talking about um, living from a place of kind of intention, like intentional living. Absolutely. So I think I, I was 
even talking to a small business owner last week, and he asked me, what is the one thing that has really catapulted just my life and success in general and just everything? And I really honestly think that word is intentionality because you can apply that to literally every single thing that you do. And I try to bring intentionality to everything that I do in my life. I try to bring intentionality with my clients. I try to bring it in with my time and my calendar, which is huge. So, you know, when Mm -hmm. someone wants to schedule something, I'm looking at my calendar to see, you know, what's the day before, what's the day after, what's that day already look like so that I know that I have time for all of the things that I need to get done and also to protect my time for the self-love element that I need and, you know, at least five minutes to eat a lunch or, you mm-hmm. know, time that I have with my spouse and my friends. So it's all about a bit of a balance. And I feel like I was intentional about having intention, even in the beginning of my business. Um, I would always, you know, start my mornings strongly and have, you know, a very big morning routine to help my day get started. I would, you know, make sure that I had the amount of lead generation that I needed in my week to make sure I was on track for my goals. To bring up the word goals, I set goals very early in my business, which is something that a lot of people, I think, don't add enough weight to. Um, And there are so many different ways to set goals and so many different things that you can set goals on. But I, I could literally go on all day. I think intentionality is huge. And that's definitely something that I brought into my business very, very early on that helped me. And I think sometimes people get overwhelmed by, can get overwhelmed. Like when we start, like as business people, like you and I are both business people. So when we start talking to people and we're like intentions and goals and like, I think sometimes they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I don't know. Like it's almost like a panic. But I feel like, at least for me, when we're talking about goals and intentions and stuff like that, I do keep mine. I don't know if you do, but mine are very simple. Like you just said, like your goal was to, and I know this because um, I just saw your little post on um, LinkedIn, but like one of your goals is to keep your Sundays free. Like to me, that's just a very simple, like free from working. And I thought that's a really simple, like that's something doable, right? It's not like, Oh, because I think a lot of times when I, um, I always come back to food and body because, you know, I'm a trainer. So this is kind of what I do. But like when we're setting like weight loss goals, I think people feel overwhelmed because they might be like, oh, I have to, I have to follow this diet and I have to exercise seven days a week for two hours and I have to do it. And all of a sudden they get overwhelmed. So what do they do, Julia? They do nothing. Does that make sense? So when you're doing you, when you, so when you were talking about how you set your goals in the beginning with your business. Was it very, like, how did you do that? Like, was it very simple? I mean, I don't think, you probably didn't set, like, 25 goals for yourself. You probably just kept it to a few. I wish I, I wish I still had them. I'm, like, looking, so I have this board behind me where I have all my goals set out. And uh, so, yeah, very early on in my business, I was doing a lot of personal and professional development and listening and reading uh, about a lot of inspiring and successful people to really see what they did in their businesses because, you know, we don't necessarily need to recreate the wheel, right? So we can right. really tap into what other people are doing. Like the book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Alrod, awesome book. And he basically took a bunch of successful people and all of the things that they did each morning and compiled them into a list. And you don't necessarily need to do them all, but that's, you know, that's the method. So I feel like 
one of the major things that I was very intentional on with the very be- in the very beginning was providing value because when we run a small business, we can get really stuck in, oh my gosh, I need to hit my sales goals. You know, I need mm-hmm. to make money. I, you know, I need to reach a financial goal, especially when you are doing that full time and there's really no other income coming in. That can be a really scary, you know, place that fear shows up. And Mm -hmm. if you are always intentional about making sure that you're providing value to your customers and consumers first, everything else just naturally comes into play. If you're doing that, you know, in the way that it needs to be done. That is exactly what I did. That is exactly what I do with my studio. It's this idea of, I always, so there's all these goals, like these kind of side goals, right? So I would have this idea of like, you want to be successful financially and you want to reach this and this, but at the bottom of it, at the end of it, what I really wanted to do was build an awesome community where they felt like, um, they felt like they could show up as their authentic selves and I would, could build this community of acceptance. And so that was, although yeah. there was these goals, right, at the bottom line, like you said it perfectly, you were trying to provide value. I mean, I like that because that was really, yes, there were all of these kind of like maybe little goals, but at the end of the day, that was the big intention. And if you kept coming yeah. back to that intention, I w- when I would get overwhelmed by the sales and the member numbers and how many members did I make this and oh my gosh I lost a man if I got caught up in that this would not be going well but it's going successful sure. because I just keep coming back to just like you do it sounds like am I providing value like when because that was one thing I wanted to ask you about and I wanted to make sure that we touched on this because I think it's super important especially for really anybody whether you own your own business or not is how do you, and so I'm just going to ask you this question, how do you overcome or have you overcome setbacks or doing it perfectly or failure? Because I'm sure you've said something I love and you didn't that reach. Question. Of course. Yeah. I mean, every single day there's failure if we decide to have a mindset around it actually being failure. I more like to look at it as a mindset of something that we are working to get better on and something that we can build a system around and work on something in order to get better moving forward. So for example, you know, you're in the health and training Mm -hmm. area. So, you know, a a client may come to you and say, Hey, you know, I didn't meet my eating goals this week. And it's like, okay, well, let's reset that and start for Mm -hmm. next week. Or, you know, I didn't hit my, five mile run or whatever workout they had played. Okay. Well, we're still, you know, working on strength and moving forward to get you to a further place. So in my business, for example, okay, well, I I didn't meet my numbers last month. Well, I I met some numbers. So now I have something to build on moving forward or something happened to one of my clients. Like they weren't prepared for something at a certain step in the process. Okay. Well, what systems can I put in place to make sure that I'm setting the right expectations and that I have the right systems in place to make sure that doesn't happen moving forward for my next client? So it's all about failing is only natural and it's something to help propel success into the next element because no one can become the better version of themselves or the next, you know, self that they are meant to be without failure and growth 
And well, it's just choosing to yeah, see it differently, that. right? So you're choosing yeah, to see failure in a different that. way. And so instead of seeing it, and, and this is just where attitude comes in, right? You're choosing, you can choose to see that you you failed at something or you failed to meet those goals, or you can see it as a learning. Like I've learned, what have I learned from this? So in terms of like, let's pretend, let's go back to that um, example that you gave with training. Like, let's say that somebody missed their, like, let's say that they were supposed to run so many times that weekend, they, they, they didn't because of whatever reason. So what they could have learned from that was, hey, when I, um, when this happens, like for like, when I work, when I had to go to work late, so I wasn't able to go in for my run, maybe next week, if that happens again, I can choose to do it um, the next morning, or I can choose to do it, you know, skip this and do this. So it's just really about Instead of being so hard on ourselves, like, oh, I failed and blah, blah, and then you give up, right? You get overwhelmed and you give up. It's choosing. You get to choose in every moment. This is what I think. You get to choose in every moment how you see something. And I can choose. So sometimes I'm going to be honest with you, Julia. I choose to have a big pity party for myself. (laughs) And and I just choose to kind of sit there. I sit there with my little big bowl of ice cream and I just have a big party for myself. And then sometimes my husband comes over and he's like, "Mm, are you having fun? And I'm like, no, I am miserable. And he's like, well, maybe you can use your own words. He'll use my own words against me. Maybe you can choose to see this differently. And sometimes I'll like just like throw something at him. And then, but I do. I usually am able to come out of it fairly quickly now. But it is interesting because that's it is all about like so you have that you have that setback. It's not done perfectly. You don't because like if you have that goal. So here's my goal. I'm going to have, you know, 50 members, 50 new members by the end of this month and I only get 30. Really, it's just about super. So I'm super excited about the 30. Am I bringing value? Right. I'm going back to my core, my core thing and your your core thing, which is. Am I bringing value? And mine would be, am I continuing to reach out and build this authentic community? Yes, I am. So I answered that question. And then it's just, okay, what can I do differently? What did I what did I do this month that maybe I could add to or change? And just, so it's just a keep moving forward. Yeah, I, I love that. And I think it's all about setting yourself up for success too, because when you fail at something, you break it down to what happened. Was it that, you know, the day just got away from you and that maybe you need to put in some systems for yourself in the morning to make sure that you're tackling the biggest and most important things first? Is it that you have a family and you just didn't have the time? Okay. You know, none of us do it alone. Is there someone that you can bring in like a spouse and say, Hey, I have this goal and I need your support for this one element to make sure I can stay on track here. You know, do you need to bring in your spouse and talk to them about your meal plan and see if you can get them to support you in that so you have a support system with your goal moving forward. So I think a lot of it is also setting the right expectations for yourself and others and setting yourself up for success. Yeah, I think that so this is this is something. So when we talk about surrounding ourselves with people, um, I always tell people, you know, be so you don't have to share everything with everybody, right? And like be very um What's the word I want to use? Be very diligent about who you surround yourself with, right? Even who you're looking at on social media. If there's lots of negativity in the things that you're like connected to, I remember having one of my clients, she did kind of a purge of her social media accounts because 
a lot of the things that she was kind of looking at and think were very negative, at least for her and her goals. So I thought, well, I said, and I felt like she had a pretty good support system in her life, but then it was all kinds of kind of silliness on social media. And I felt like it was kind of draining her. So I said, you need to be very diligent about who you're surrounding yourself with and who, and very diligent about who you're sharing with. But I said, also that goes for the social media too. Like you can be in, there's so many positive things about social media too, right? And so many encouraging people, but we have to be, I think we have to be very, um, I guess I'm just going to keep going back to that word diligent about who, who we who we surround ourselves with and who supports us. I love that. And protecting our energy because we only have so much of it. And when we go down one direction, it's even more difficult to create momentum in the other way. So we, if we can keep ourselves one way, it's easier to keep in that direction. So I love, you know, we are the sum of the five people we spend our time with, but we are also the sum of what we spend our time on. So if we're on social media for hours every day, well, first of all, I'm a culprit of this and I'm working on it constantly, but we shouldn't be on social media <laughs> hours every single day. But it's about, yeah, exactly. What type of content are we, you know, are, are we consuming? Personally, I am very, very big about making sure that I am always, well, I'm not a huge reader, but I'm a huge listener. So I'm always in my car. Whenever I'm in my car, I'm listening to, you know, inspirational, motivational content, whether that's audiobooks and podcasts. I can always, you know, give some names of titles if, if, the, if your listeners would enjoy that. But then also, you know, I mean, I have downtime too. So I love Netflix and I love scrolling social media, but there has to be mm-hmm. parameters around it and have some good content in there to mix up the rest. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's just important. I mean, it's all, it's important because I don't think with all of that, there's so much noise, right? Outside noise. And if it's not supportive or if it's not aligning with your truth, then I think it pulls you. It kind of pulls you from, from some of your goals and some of the things that maybe are your intentions. Because I think it is, you lose yourself sometimes in that kind of stuff. And we all do. We all, we all find ourselves, um, and a little bit of it is fine. But when we find that it's like, all consuming like two, three hours a day, I think it can really be like, mm, we might need to just take a second and reevaluate or, our time, especially when it's not yeah. like I didn't do my five pound, my five mile run, but I did scroll on social media for two hours. <laughs> right. So it's what are we spending our time on, you know, that we can't reach our goals? Can we, you know, take some of the time that we're spending on something and move it towards something else? And with social media, I also find once I hit that mindset of looking at someone's content and saying, oh, why am I not doing that? Or, you know, oh, I need to be better, kind of looking at what they're doing as opposed to my own journey. I'm like, okay, it's enough. I need to put it down yeah. for the day. Because yeah, we well, it's really judging and comparing. Our own goals. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're judging and comparing and then you're maybe you're very, having a shitty day. I talked about this last week a little bit on the show. Like you're having a shitty day and then you're comparing yourself to their post or something. And it's really weird. You're comparing your insides by somebody else's outsides and it all gets very confusing. So, yeah, we can use social media in a positive way or sometimes it can be negative. Um, we're going to be going to another commercial break. On the other side of that, I'm going to kind of put your realtor hat on you. And I kind of wanted to to kind of step into that. I'm going to ask you a few questions about um, just kind of what you would recommend to someone like wanting to become a realtor and like kind of just more of like that little business hat of yours. But I would like to thank everybody for listening. 
Stay with us, stay with us, because we have some great things to talk about on the other side of the break. Thanks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Kelly Backer offers one-on-one life and health coaching and personal training by phone, over Skype, and in person. Visit corebootcamps.com to find out more about Kelly and these programs. No matter your age, gender, fitness level, or goals, Kelly and her team of certified trainers are here to ensure that you become the best version of you. They can even come to your home or work, and group weight loss programs and classes are also available. Find us on the web at corebootcamps.com. That's K-O-R-E bootcamps.com. If you're in Baltimore or Hartford County, Maryland, you can check out the Core Bootcamp Studio and take advantage of our fitness classes. Led by Kelly Backer and her team of fitness professionals, we offer on-site weight loss programs, challenges, and classes including spin, sculpt, strength, yoga, and the popular full bootcamp. If you're a fitness beginner or at a top level, we already have a class that fits your style. For more information, visit corebootcamps.com or call us in Maryland at 443-640-5274. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Already Enough with Kelly Backer. To reach the show today, you may call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feel free to also send an email to kellysbootcamps at gmail.com. Let's get back to Already Enough. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Already Enough with Kelly Backer. I have my special guest here today, Julia Neal. I We are going to jump right in to talking, putting Julia's realtor hat on. And I'm going to ask her if, Julia, if you could recommend, like what would you recommend to someone who's wanting to become a realtor like yourself? I mean, what are certain steps that you would say definitely do this or don't do this? Like what would be your advice? I love that. So uh, in the very beginning, we talked about intentionality with providing value, right? So I know there are a lot of different reasons that people decide that they want to maybe become a realtor and go into real estate. And the first is financial. I feel like a lot of people think, oh, there's a lot of money in this. You know, I could have an awesome side hustle. And that is fabulous. And a lot of people have success with that. But I want to make sure first and foremost that everyone who gets their real estate license, it's, it's relatively easy. You take a, you know, you sign up for either a course that lasts a week or a couple of months, depending on the frequency, and you take 60 hours and then you sit for a Maryland state, you know, national licensing exam. Um, it is, it is, literally 10 times as difficult to become a hairdresser or a nail technician than it is. Oh my gosh. Which is baffling to me because with getting a real estate license, you are helping people with one of the biggest 
most expensive investments of their lifetime that they're going to make. So personally, I think there should be a lot more involved, and we are very committed towards building some things to really help people in that process. But at the very beginning, I want to make sure, because it's so easy, pretend or people who are thinking about getting into real estate are doing it because they want to provide value to their clients and consumers and customers. Because if they no, come I think we think like, first, um, Julia, I'm like not trying to interrupt you, but I think this is important. Yeah. Like I've noticed that just from past people that have, I mean, it's really a big decision on who you work for too, because don't, I've, don't different companies have different, like they don't they have different styles of doing things and kind and kind of I mean how did you know what kind of agency to work for? Absolutely. Like, I don't so know how that works. You know what I mean? I don't know how that works. Absolutely. So with providing value, the first thing that you want to do, because as a realtor, you don't know what to do. All you do is take a licensing exam to help you, you know, know the legals of it. But you're going to need to make sure that you have the best support system you can have behind you so that when you do have clients, you may not have all of the information, but your mentors and your teachers behind you will be able to help you with that process and help you learn through that process. So, you know, making sure that you're interviewing multiple brokerages and or multiple teams. So when you get your real estate license, you have to hold a license with a broker. Um, And then once you have that, you can be a solo agent like I was for my entire career, or you can become part of a team. So you could, you know, start as an assistant for a team, or you could um, decide to be a buyer's agent or a listing agent, a little bit of both. But there are a lot of different ways to maneuver through the real estate industry. And it's about kind of interviewing. um, I, I mean, I would reach out to any realtors that you know, and see if they'll sit down for coffee with you to really talk to you about what they do, what they like about the industry, what they may not like so much, and what the struggles are so that you know what to expect once you come in because there are so many different elements to it. And I find that a lot of people jump right in without knowing exactly what their responsibility is and all of the different avenues that they could go within the industry. Well, yeah, and I think that it's important you touched upon something. I think it's important, and this is just with any job in general when you're taking a job anywhere, but it's important to know that that brokerage or that or the people that are going to really like help you and guide you and help you to learn. There's a lot of places, Absolutely. I mean, you'll come to a lot of places that are like kind of like figure it out yourself, right? So you want to make sure that you're going into a company that's going to allow you, like you said, you don't get a lot of, I mean, you just take like a simple thing and then you're on your own. It's not like you get a lot of guidance. It's not like you go to school for four years to figure all of this stuff out. So there is going to have to come, you'd want to work for somewhere where you could do, I mean, cause you, you learned a lot in the beginning because you were kind of just like a leasing agent. Like you learned a lot of different things, which was a great stepping stone for you to get your realtor license. But I think oftentimes, like you said, people will jump into it and let's make sure that your, like you said, your intention is right. Because if it's just stepping into it like, hmm, maybe this is an easy way to make a lot of money, that's really, and I've I've known people like that and it's really not the case and they run into a lot of problems. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult, very multifaceted industry. So it's important to really understand what it's like and that it's something that you you know, really want to do before jumping in, but that's with anything and any small business. You've got to make sure that, you know, your value system and your motives from the very beginning are, 
where they need to be and that you're very much in line with that to, you know, have success and make sure that you have the right team in place. So, well, and I think yeah, writing, I'm a big writer it's, it's of an things. awesome industry though. Yeah, I think so too. I know. Oh my gosh. I think it's awesome too. I mean, I know you, but I know a lot of different, um, I think we even have a lot of similar friends. Some of them we don't even know about, but people like now that you come on the show, everyone's like, oh, I know her. And I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. But <laughs> we didn't even know that we knew it. You know what I mean? Like, it's so funny. It just becomes like this super small world. But I yeah, think that it's, it's important. Like, I think one thing that would be important, at least for me, is um because I'm a big, I'm a big, like I've told you, like I say things out loud, but I also write things down. Like, what are the, what are my intentions? So here, here it is. I want to become, like, pretend like I want to become a real estate agent. And then kind of writing out like, why? And then writing out my goals for that. I want to learn about da, 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 da. I want to, I would like to do like, so when you have those intentions and I kind of, I love to see things visually. So I see it visually. And then as I'm going and I'm making those decisions, like you said, I think you can come from a really good place of these are my intentions. This is what I want to get from it. And you're right. It doesn't have to even have to be a realtor. It can be any kind of business because for example, with me, so with my, with my studio, I've gone to similar to you. I've read lots of books. I listened to the podcast. I've gone to, um, Oh, and saw Tony Robbins. Like I, I do all of these very like motivational things. And I go to a lot of business seminars and all this stuff. But I remember one time coming back from a business seminar and I just felt really low energy and I was feeling like really bad and feeling very overwhelmed. And my husband had gone with me and he said to me, he said, I think you're feeling overwhelmed. He goes, because you think that you need to do all of the things that they were telling you to do. And he goes, and I don't think that that's in alignment with who you are. You get to, the great thing about having your own business or kind of being your own eight real estate agent, right? Is you you get to decide what it's going to look like and what it's going to be like. You get to decide what your life is going to be like. So like for my studio, we do nothing that I'm, it's completely out of my alignment to do like lose 30 pounds in 30 days. This is not your, that's not who I am as a trainer. And a lot of people are turned away from that. And a lot of people are really happy about that. It's all about, for my studio is all about acceptance and it's open to anyone and everyone. And so I keep coming back to that. It's it's a very, I, I have a very, um, it's not very expensive to come to my studio. I try to keep it um, very manageable for people. So that was important to me from the beginning. So it's interesting because, so I'll have certain people telling me, like I go to these things and although I learn a lot, it's like I take what I want and I leave the rest, right? Because you have to come back yeah. to even maybe what you and I are talking about today. Someone might be listening to this and they might think, I like that. I don't so much like that. That feels good to me. That doesn't. But you have to really listen to your own intuition, your own inner guidance system, and have your own set intentions. Because I'm telling you, some of those things that I've went to, I don't leave there feeling empowered. I felt leaving overwhelmed and feeling like everything I was doing was wrong. And then I had to bring it back mm-hmm. to, you know what, this is kind of what I want it to look like. And that's what you do yeah, as a realtor. Even if there's one thing 
Even mm-hmm. if there's one thing from that seminar or that podcast yes. that you listen to that you can pull and implement tomorrow, you know, it's all about something that's going to be manageable for you and your lifestyle because, you know, it, at, running a small business, whether you're a realtor or coach or anything there, I mean, we call it the squirrel syndrome. There are so many different things that you could plug into and different ways that you could move forward with your business, but it, it can be exhausting and just, it could lead you astray. So if you can focus on even one thing and just continue that forward, and then once you've got a system for that and you know it's already become a habit okay maybe it's time time to build in one more thing to reach those goals yes very simple like very simple like you could learn like going to some of those seminars I've learned different things for social media right so I took that and I added that to it but then some things didn't really feel good to me like they were telling me well you should be selling these supplements and you should be selling these shakes and you could be making so much money if if you just mentioned it once on social media and I'm like nope that's not what I'm doing here I'm not selling people products that's not what I believe in I'm very holistic and I, I believe in healthy eating I don't believe in um, a lot of supplements and things like that, um, unless they're holistic. So, but there's a lot of different products out there and I get it eh, all the time. Well, if you could do this, you could be making this amount and you could do this amount. And I have to make sure that if there's a product that I'm selling through my gym, that I'm really aligned with it. So if there's, um, so even when you're in real estate, like, and you're, um, you're even like, I think probably for you and maybe I'm wrong here, but like when you're choosing, even like some of the people that you work with, whether it be maybe even your customer, you kind of have to um, know what that looks like and kind of know where maybe you don't want to go, right? I love that. I mean, you know, I love what I do and I feel so full and just a level of happiness when I can help my clients have the best home buying or home selling experience possible. But when I work with someone that is not in alignment with my core values and missions as a person, I find that achieving that goal can be difficult because we're just not working well together. You know, in any industry, there are so many people out there and there are going to be people who, you know, are really receptive to your message and that you're going to work really well with. And then there are people that, you know, may work well with someone else for so many different reasons. And that is okay because there is enough business out there for everyone. And there are different people with different personalities and you just wouldn't be a person if everyone, you know, aligned with you. And well, yeah. And I think and that you're, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. So it's so funny. Cause so my husband, um, Matt and my son opened this little long business this past summer, which was super funny. Cool. And they just did these little small yards and they were having so much fun. And it was, it was interesting how people came out and they're like, especially my family, I'm not putting you down, but like they would come out, they're like, you need to get a trailer, you need to get some big equipment, they need to be doing this and this and this. And I was laughing because I was like, no, that's not really the direction that they're going in. Like, that's not, and I remember one time I was um, I was hiring an employee and she, like, I'm right off of a main street and I have a very small studio. Um, it has a few rooms and um, I think it's the perfect size. But she was like, well, maybe you should be looking at a warehouse or getting a turf field. Blah, blah. And it was funny because I was like, no, that's not really what we're doing. So it's, but it's funny because I understand that. And that is for a lot of people, right? Like it's, you have to decide with your business, with your life, what feels really good to you? What is it that you want to do? And then you get to just, and you get to live from that place. And I think when you live from that place, it comes out very authentically. And it's so, it's so amazing. 
I love that. And I think it's also important to note when you're beginning down this path of trying to figure out who you are and the business you want to build and how you want to go about doing the things that you do in life, you you don't know. But just moving forward and trying things and really kind of being in tune and alignment with listening to your body and listening to what's happening and, you know, how you're reacting to things and continuing to not do the things that maybe don't feel so good for those Mm -hmm. reasons and really tapping into what does work. When I was in the beginning of my business, I tried cold calling, you know, I tried door knocking and those things didn't work well for me and my personality and made me feel unfulfilled. But what really worked for me was holding open houses and focusing on one new relationship and one potential new client for every open house that I did. So, you know, year one, I plugged that hard and I would hold one to two open houses every single weekend. And I sold 10 homes my first year in business just from the open houses that I was holding. And I'm still seeing business from that today. So it's all about, you know, really tapping into, you know, what your truth is and what works for you and really letting go of the rest yes I like that and you just lived both you and I which I appreciate because I think that we have found a way to just live from a very authentic place and we are authentically showing up as our authentic selves so then we attract that really great energy because we're not trying to be something that we're not and there's no point to being something that we're not. I, I love that one quote. What is that quote? Uh, it, there's no space for being someone else that's already taken. You know, what you should yeah, be doing oh, I love that quote. on who your truest self is, who you are as your truest self, and getting even deeper and in, in alignment with who you are. So, Julia, we're... We're approaching the last minute of the show, but I'm going to totally put you on the spot and ask you if you'll come back and do the show again sometime. I would love to. We have so many big things <laughs> brewing for businesses. We we love what we do for you know our home buyers and home sellers, but we're ready to make a massive impact in both that space and for you know small business owners and other potential realtors. So I'm really excited to come back in the new year and share with you what we've what we've got brewing and what we've got in store to yes, provide. Yes, we didn't even get into that because. I knew that you kind of were holding that space until we talk again. But yes, I know you're brewing a wonderful things. But I want to thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming on. I think that we we talked a lot, but I think it was all really great stuff. And yeah, we're going to definitely come you have you on and in the new year. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for holding this space for all of your listeners and bringing on all the impactful people that you are because I think you're making a really big difference and I am just really grateful to be a part of it for this episode. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much and thank you for listening, everybody, to Already Enough with Kelly Backer and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Already Enough. You can join Kelly Backard again for another edition next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we speak again, what can you let go of this week to realize you are already enough?